Hello, what's up? Welcome to the Human Experience Podcast. I am your host, Sydney Hewitt, and I'm so happy to have you here. Before we dive into the to today's topic, I just want to do a little check-in, see how things are going, maybe check in with yourself, take a deep breath, let some shit go. <laughs> Um, If you've been following along with my journey, then you may know that I just did a little road trip out from Boulder, and now I'm living in Palo Alto with my dad. And so far, you know, I've been here for like six days, and things are pretty good. I'm mostly just focusing on my mental health and what's next in my career. If you don't know, I was just working on the front lines of mental health and things got pretty intense and led to a big uprooting in my life. So just taking a little brief breather from that and again, figuring out what I wanna do next with my life and also focusing on making some friends. So weird to move to a new place and go from having like a whole community of people to not really knowing anyone yet. So. I'm just adjusting to that and finding ways, of course, to change that. But while I was on my road trip, we stopped for a night in Lake Tahoe. And during the day, I was paddle boarding and found my way looking at all of these beautiful mansions that have their own private beach and, you know, have these beautiful views of the mountains and are... um, experiencing the beauty of Lake Tahoe every single day and when I saw these houses my first thought was like damn these people have made it in life you know this is like the epitome of success um but then I actually saw this woman sitting in her yard and she looked so sad and then I just imagined being in one of those houses alone And it made me feel so lonely and sad, I think, especially like being in a space that big, but having no one to share it with would be really upsetting. And of course, I have no idea if that woman was upset about this, but it just made me think like, okay, just because someone has a huge mansion on Lake Tahoe doesn't necessarily make them successful. And it really led me to think about what is success? You know, what does that mean to me? And that's really what I wanna dive into today. I think that this topic is really interesting because it's so subjective. It changes from person to person, but it's also changing at different points in our own lives, you know? If you're a student, success is maybe getting good grades. If you just got married or are in a committed relationship, success could be how to be the best partner. If you are a mother, maybe you're really focused on how to become the best mother. So I think it's just a really interesting question to ponder of like, what does success mean to each of us? I think that this is also an important topic to discuss Because I think a part of the human experience for everyone, at least in 
certain moments of their life is grappling with thoughts and feelings of not being good enough. And so I'd really love to explore how we can relate to ourselves in a way where we view ourselves as successful and generally can increase our self-esteem. So let's first start off with the official definition that I found for success, which is the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose. This is so broad and it's interesting because when I was growing up, my subconscious definition of this word was directly related to money and fame. And I think especially in America, the first thought with the word success is still mostly related to money, which to a degree makes sense because we do live in a world where we need money. But it's so clear that money alone is not what makes a person successful. So I think it's worth thinking about and discussing what else is there. When I decided to discuss this topic on this week's episode, I started talking with people in my life and reflecting with them about what success is. And it's really interesting. It actually led me to talk to someone from my past and brought up a whirlwind of emotions. We dove very deep and talked for a very long time, started off with success and led to so many different topics about life um but yeah it was just interesting that like this podcast topic and this episode has led to some pretty big internal shifts for me which is definitely good it's for the best but goddamn is it painful (laughs) so yeah just a little aside of the background of prepping for this episode But anyways, when I was thinking about financial success and what's really appealing about that, I realized that it mostly comes down to having freedom. So it's good to know what we would want to do with that freedom. Because this really requires us to be aware of what are our true values that we hold in life. Especially when we look at the definition of success is accomplishing an aim or a purpose then that reason for why can motivate you beyond the money itself. Obviously, success does not need to involve money at all. And a really tangible tool that you could incorporate into your life today is to create a mission statement for yourself. And I mentioned this to a friend and they didn't really know the definition. So just so that we are all on the same page, a mission statement is a formal summary of the aims and values of a company, organization, or individual. And this concept of creating like an individualized mission statement was introduced to me in this yoga mentorship group that I was in. And it's been such an amazing way to see how I can show up in my purpose on the day-to-day. And part of this mentorship group encouraged us to have a mission statement based in values instead of material goals. So, for example, instead of having your mission in life to be to open up a retreat center, your mission could be to bring people together in a space where they can express themselves. Or, you know, part of my mission is to create a safe space for people where they can feel seen and less alone and This was really powerful for me to identify because then I realized that I could feel 
successful and like I'm living in my purpose simply by having deep and meaningful conversations with friends or being there for my friends. Whereas in the past, before I define really what my values are and what my mission is in life, I could easily see a conversation on the phone as like a waste of time or like I could have used that time to do something more productive. And so I think it's just a really beautiful way to like relax into what you're doing on a given day and what you have the capacity for and to feel proud of it and to see how even if it wasn't on your to-do list and it's not this like material objective that's been completed, you're still accomplishing something and you're still being productive in like the broader sense of the word. So if you have some time today, maybe go reflect on some of your values and come up with a good mission statement. I feel like I could even refine mine. You know, I created that a couple months ago in this program, but we're always changing. So having that practice where we can check in with ourselves, know what our values are and like what's at the forefront right now in our lives and how can we really honor that and show up in a way where we feel proud of ourselves. Another area where we can strive for success that I feel like isn't talked about quite as much is in our relationships. And again, reiterating the point from the beginning of the episode, maybe not all, but I think a lot of the value that comes from having things is based on who we have in our lives to share it with. So nurturing relationships in our lives is so important. And I think one thing that's a little bit underrated is the power of being a really good listener. As someone who's a pretty big personality and has ADHD, I found that when people were talking, sometimes I would get so excited and I would just want to interject with whatever thought had just popped into my head, whether it was like a relatable thought or a relatable story that I felt could add value in that moment. And I don't think that this is like specific to me or having ADHD because as I started to become more aware of it myself, I realized that a lot of people actually will interrupt you and will interject. And sometimes it's fun and like the conversation is just flowing and you're kind of just bouncing off of one another. But there's something really beautiful and powerful that comes from just taking the role of an active listener and allowing someone to freely speak without without any sense of interruption. And it's so interesting because when I do this and I really just let people talk, I find that even people who we might sometimes see as more quiet or shy will keep going. And oftentimes, if you don't interrupt, it gives them the space to drop deep into this place of reflection. And it's also really interesting because several times when I've let people go on until they naturally stop, they hit this point where they start to feel insecure. You know, they're just in this beautiful flow of expressing themselves. And then at some point, they become aware of how long they've been talking and feel uncomfortable and will end off with, oh, you know, now I'm just rambling or sorry, I just went on a tangent. And then you get to be like, no, I really love giving you that space to fully reflect and express yourself. And 
yeah, it's just so interesting that that's something that's happened several times now when I give people the space is at first it feels good for them. And then I think we're so, it's so unfamiliar for us to just take up space that it can lead to us then feeling insecure. And, you know, I think sometimes people can think that being a good friend is knowing what to say or how to show up. But oftentimes, I think humans really just need a space to emote and they don't necessarily want your advice or input. And I was actually just talking about this with a friend that asking someone if they're ranting or, you know, expressing themselves, if you just want me to listen or do you want advice? And I think asking questions like that is such a powerful tool to cultivate a healthy dynamic in relationships. And the more that we can be direct and ask those questions or be direct and express what we're wanting in a given moment rather than assuming what would be best, the more empowering and fulfilling that relationship gets to be in our lives. I think a lot of times people really want others to just know how to love them and know what they need in a given moment. But we all have so much going on in our lives and we just don't have the ability to read people's minds. I mean, maybe some people do, but (laughs) for the most part, we don't. And I think this is such a great way to create more success in our relationships is just being really clear about what we want, what we need, or how we want to be loved in general. When I was talking about success with my one dear friend, Olivia, um, I really loved her reflection, which is that to her, success is defined as how we relate to things in life. You know, how we relate to our jobs, to our relationships, to food, which I think is a really big one for a lot of people and can be an emotional tool to fill a void from within, you know, really finding those external things that will satiate a short-term need. And we sort of touched on some of this, but she emphasized that true success is how much fulfillment we feel in those areas of our lives. So, you know, you might have checks coming in with lots of zeros on the end, but if you really hate that job and hate the way that you're making this money or are not clear on your why of like, I want to use this money to create fulfillment in these areas of my life. (laughs) It's funny that that this stereotypical ADHD reference is like, oh, a squirrel. But it's, I oftentimes do get distracted by squirrels. And there's an apple tree right outside of my window. So I just have squirrels running back and forth all day with these like huge apples out of their mouth. Anyways, I think that's really beautiful. And another person I spoke with about success reflected this quote to me that successful people are successful in everything they do and they said that success is more of a way of being than a way of doing and there's so much there that we could dive into but it's also like how we to kind of bring both of those together like how are we relating to ourselves you know how do we speak to ourselves 
How do we feel about ourselves? How often are we taking time just to simply be and not feel like we have to do anything? And, you know, part of this transition has been bringing up a lot for me. And it's so amazing to have community around you. And I loved that in Boulder, but I do think that I like leaned on it a little bit too much and was a bit unbalanced in the fact that I wasn't really creating space for me to like really drop in and feel some of the sadness that I push away because it's hard to sit with those emotions. Um, So since I've been out here in California, it's been a lot of like, how can I just give myself time to exist, to be and to get to know myself better? You know, it's like, how do I even figure out what's next on my career in my career if I don't even really know who I am or what I want? You know, I have like a general idea, but things have definitely been a bit more scattered in my life. So I love I love that of success is more of a way of being than doing because then you have the opportunity to really be successful every day and define what that looks like and what that means to you and creating habits because, you know, again, that's there's so many reasons why I felt like I needed to leave Boulder and move in with my dad and just like get new perspective but part of it is that I felt like I had a lot of harmful habits and I was coping in pretty unhealthy ways um of course everything is relative but you know in my own desires of how I want to show up I was so far from it and I think that's the epitome of not being successful is like having values having a sense of how you would want to show up and not showing up in that way in any capacity um which i'm definitely being a little hard on myself like there were ways i showed up that were healthy but there was just a lot of room for improvement and so right now i'm really focusing on on habits and how to show up as the person that i want to be so anyways thank you so much for listening i Hope that this can lead to some beautiful introspection for all of you and what this word means in your own life. And my goal for myself and for others is really just to see how we can go through life with more ease and focusing on more love for ourselves and for others because being human can be really hard. So if you are struggling... I see you. You're not alone. If you are thriving and feeling successful, then I am celebrating you. And if you want to stay connected with me, my Instagram is Sid Hewitt. I will attach it below. If you resonated with any of this, please send it to a friend. I would love to be able to impact as many people and spread these messages and encourage this introspection with as many people as possible. So thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for you and I'm wishing you a beautiful week ahead. I'll talk to you soon.